everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra. It's episode 212. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. It's palindrome number two. It is. Yeah. I'm Chuck. Uh, I'm Harlow. I forgot who I right. was. I don't know who I am. You are. <laughs> I'm Chappie. No, oh. you're not Chappie. Uh, but speaking of Chappie, uh-huh. uh, this week it was time to finish it. We had to, we had to wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, it was time to conclude the, the Iron Eagle quadrilogy. So Mm -hmm. for that reason, we watched Iron Eagle four. Yes. We're Iron Eagles dare. (laughs) (laughs) This one has no subtitle. No, just Iron Eagle Roman numeral four. Well, you know, when they break out the Roman numerals, they mean business. It's classy. Yeah, it's classy. It's like Superman (laughs) four. Yes. Colin, the quest for peace. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, right, that had a classy Roman numeral and a subtitle, yeah. so you know, super class uh, all the way. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, Iron Eagle Four, it's like I don't know, <laughs> the mid nineties now, ninety seven maybe. I think uh, I think it was like ninety five. I think I looked up okay. when it came out. Okay, give, give uh, yeah, it um, it uh, retcons <laughs> the existence of Doug Masters. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, does it though? I mean, yes. it actually well, I'm saying it works within the plot because like what you they see They do it they do it in an interesting way. So basically what they've done is they've rewritten the opening scene of part 2 because uh-huh. I went back and watched the beginning of part 2. Okay. The the intro scene to part 2 is a lot better than the intro scene here, but basically he's out flying being hot shit and he's like, "Whoops, I'm in Russia." And they're like, "Uh, stay where you are." MIGs are on your tail and he's like I gotta leave and they're like don't you leave and the MIGs are like he's not leaving so we're gonna shoot him down uh, so the little bit of extra information they've added is showing a figure parachute down onto the ground and immediately Russian troops are like Halton and <laughs> Halton yes <laughs> you know as the Russians say <laughs> right <laughs> yeah KGB uh, still yeah <laughs> and there is like a hint of, hey, you know, name, rank, serial number. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, he's a crop duster. It, well, it's implied that like there's lots of torture that happened and that this is occurring sure. in real time from the end of Iron Eagle 2, which was what? That was more about mid 80s? 87? Iron Eagle 2 was 88. Okay. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, we, we did establish that like Iron Eagle was came out before Top Gun, right? Like it, it feels like it should be. It feels same like it was, year, but like six months right. before Top Gun came out. Yeah, I mean, again, we said like, okay, they might have announced we're making big fucking big yeah. budget jet movie, and they were like, ah, we'll go make this quickly. But <laughs> it I did mean, seem it, like they were capitalizing, right. but they actually beat them to market. So That's what I mean, yeah. So who knows the scenario? <laughs> they may have heard like big budget jet fighters with the participation of the Navy, and they're like, well, we can do it too. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah. The the cool thing about this is like. Look, if you care about this is a, this is an interesting way to take the story. Like three, the movie is it's fun. As I recall, it was kind of fun, but it was just also like I don't know. He also knew other people, and that other shit isn't really important. And I mean, most of two really, because I mean, like after the beginning, it's just like, well, I'm sad about Doug, but anyway, got gotta get out of life and stuff, and gotta keep on living. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, this is just like, hey, let's get back to like you know we had a story to tell because this is like the original director came back and all that kind of yeah. bullshit kind of stuff, you know? And it's like, Hey, this is, this be like if Richard daughter had come back for Superman four and be like, I want to wrap this up how I actually <laughs> want to wrap this up. Right. <laughs> you know, but. see to me. So Iron Eagle four, 
the way they retcon that and then where the story goes feels like it's a pilot for a um TV like show. a Canadian TV show. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I that's fair too. I mean, I could see that where yeah. I mean, I could totally see where they were like let's recast Doug. Let's get this guy who does, you know, sort of kind of not really looks like him at all, but you know, the haggard version of him. And <laughs> it's, it's not bad recasting. No, no it's not I, bad it, recasting, but I mean, it's just like, let's get this guy. I don't know what the other dude went on to do, but he also was in the first movie. He's probably not going to commit to a TV show. He probably at least still no. thinks I'm first movie franchise guy who doesn't have to come back for sequels. So probably. like, let's, let's recast this guy. We'll have Lou Gossett Jr., a, a pop in once or twice a season and it'll be mostly this guy's show. I mean, you know, if it, yeah, people, I mean, they made four fucking iron Eagle movies. So somebody was still like <laughs> invested in this, obviously. Yeah. They were, they were big renters. Yeah. They were huge in the video stores. Sure. And I mean, they've made worse TV. I mean, that crow TV show was fucking shite and on a biscuit. Oh, they I made, mean, they made TV shows for everything. It was yeah. fucking Sheena and right. you know, FX. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, why not? This seems like the kind of thing that like before they just reran movies that like would be on an FX show in the afternoon, you know, yeah. where it's like, yeah, it's like coming up after Hercules and Xena catch iron Eagle 21 jump street. <laughs> it, it totally. Yeah. Yes. It is not. It is not the most absurd idea for a television show. Right. Uh, Especially but, when it's like, hey, 21 Jump Street was popular, like, and it's now over, and like, maybe we can fill that niche, plus some Iron Eagle, it's 21 Jump Street, you know, but <laughs> I don't know, like, Paratrooper Jump Street. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because, like, so he's, so Doug, he's a crop duster, and he's, like, living under assumed name, or so he's on the run, basically. He doesn't want anybody to know who he is. But, yeah, but yeah. Chappie's got resources. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Chappie shows up and it's basically a recreation of one of the scenes from the first movie. Uh, he just he goes out to dust the crops and Chappie's there working on his engine. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Hey, get away from there!" And he's like, "Ha ha, I'm Chappie." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Doug's like, "Ah, shit! <laughs> you found me, you son of a bitch! Get out of here!" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, okay, I will, but listen." I got a job for you. Well, he pitches it as I've got this flight school. It's not doing oh, particularly yeah. well. I could use you because like I had a an instructor quit. I could use you for like all the time you can give. And like eventually I believe I don't know if he commits to the week before going there or if it's like after he gets there, he's like, I'll give you a week and that's it. it, it it's after. Yeah. So like. At first, he's at first he's just like, man, fuck you, Chappie. I don't get out of here. I well, don't want he anything get, to do with you gets or anything. Fire. He's just like, I'm, I got a job. I don't need your yeah. shit. Get the fuck out of here. And then he basically is like, <laughs> talks to the lady, and she's like, I'll I'll go fire him. It's <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, well, you don't have a job now, and it's it's really like, might as well be like a, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, moment. And- so they go to the flight school, and it turns out it's it's Chappie's got to reach these kids. <laughs> It's, it's a bunch of juvenile delinquents. I now, mean, am I wrong? That that is what Jump Jump Street was, right? It was like, hey, we're going to turn you into un- undercover cops because you were troubled youths. I, I believe that what that's it was? Yeah. the initial premise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's weird because so they get there and these kids have already been through a lot of training. Okay. Yeah. Here's here's the, here's the thing that the part of the premise that doesn't exactly make sense to me is that so they've got these troubled kids and they're like, okay, all you kids are troubled. Go learn how to fly planes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like all of them would be able to. It, it no, not to the some, degree. Some that people would just not would, be able yeah. to pick up on piloting. Sure. But they're all just like, we got this. It's cool. We're doing stunts. Yeah. And- I was gonna say basically, <laughs> it's like two of them are like super stunty, and it's basically the two girls. Like yeah. you've got you've got like extra badass 
you know, wrong side of the track girl, mm-hmm. you know, which like, I don't know her, her whole character throughout this movie is like really weird because like at the end I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Cause like it started to seem like Doug was about to have a romance with her. And I'm like, yes, it did. Like yes. 15, 16. I, and he's like 30. I don't know. Yeah. But, there was a moment there where I was like, you're not going to kiss her. Right. You absolutely better yeah. not do that. <laughs> but there's her. And then there's um discount share. Uh, yeah, <laughs> from the clue of the show. Or, or yes, she's the hottest girl in the room, depending on the room. You know, like no, the, yeah, that one too. <laughs> Whatever. If you know her from Flight of the Concord, but yeah, uh, yeah. So it's like they're like they're the hotshot ones. Everyone else is like capable, but like yeah. you know, they're ones that are like, hey, holy shit, check me out. I'm stunted. I'm a badass, and and basically like the last instructor or whatever guy is leaving and he's like good luck fuckheads you know like <laughs> he's, he's like man these kids can eat a dick i'm out of here yeah. <laughs> and chappy's like ah oh, hell all right hey and, and, come on doug give I, me a week well i think he's like yelling on the cobs like get down here and then like they all land and they like taxi up in this like perfect half circle and he's like ah yeah. oh, shit look at that they didn't know how to do that last week they're actually improving <laughs> he's like you couldn't do that the first time <laughs> and you know and it's just like then it's just like i don't know doug's semi on board from that point forward it's just like yeah all right i guess maybe they have a little potential and I'll well he's he agrees to stay the week yeah. he's like i'll stay until you get chappy's like i'll call and get a replacement i'm like call who like what right. temp agency is staffing <laughs> this flight school <laughs> but he keeps doing this ruse where he pretends to call this number and say i gotta have a replacement i promised doug masters that he could leave but he's got his finger over the thing the so he's yeah. not actually on the phone yeah so he's just doing this dumb. He's just waiting for Doug Masters to be like, "All right, fine, I'll help you reach these kids." Pretty much, yeah. And then like, it's weird because it feels like half the movie occurs, and then he's like, "All right, the week's up," and it's like, "Holy shit, that was all a week!" Because <laughs> like, it montages the fuck out of it, like a middle portion of this movie. Um, yeah. So but, like, one of the troubled youths is uh, was a drug courier. Right. This is this and, is the the wrong side of the tracks girl. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I'm like it's not a good idea to teach her how to fly. She's nope. going to use that for drugs. <laughs> and then and guess what? <laughs> kind of exactly what her plan is. Well, okay. well first her plan is to sell. A, a I was going to say like, of sugar. I, th- I think her backstory was that she was a career or a drug courier, but then the guy started moving more into arms, illegal arms and kind of oh, got okay. out of drugs. And that's where oh. it was like, she finally got busted. Cause you know, it, that's the other thing that's like, the, <laughs> this movie, I don't know what time it's, is the right time to bring this up. The nighttime, I guess, because that's when we're recording. Uh, yes, but, that is the um, right time. <laughs> <laughs> there's a weird undercurrent in this movie that I fucking adore. And it's like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm painting a picture here because I, I have to assume, and look, I'm going to make some generalizations. People that were still on board with Iron Eagle circa 1995 or so, the people that were still like going out and renting it, Let's just say they they probably in the political spectrum might lean a little right. You know, like it's like I still like those America movies and flights. And look, I mean, nothing wrong with that. It's like, you know, like that's we like action movies, too. Whatever. Yes. But yes, there's there is an undercurrent in this movie of like most things I think those people would hold dear where it's kind of like, hey, fuck you. They're all wrong. And one of them is that like, (laughs) (laughs) like, because the sheriff, like the local sheriff, wants to shut this shit down just because it's like punishment. That's the only thing they need. Not there's no such thing as second chances, and yeah. they should be in rehabilitation jail. is yeah. a myth, right? And it's just like uh, okay, like that's a real strong left leaning statement there. And then it's like you've got this uh, 
you know, alongside the tracks girl thing and all the gun running stuff. And it's like the the whole implication of this movie is that everyone with this is like the whole E.T. thing. It's like everyone with guns in this movie is the worst person. Like yep. the, the, the gun runners are and the soldiers that are like turncoat soldiers are the ones with the guns. <laughs> like everyone else basically shoots paintballs for most of the movie and stuff or like does, you know, Acme escapes and stuff. And my favorite is I'm going to I'm going to save it for a little bit later. But it, it is okay. the thing that actually made me cackle and rewind the scene and rewatch it all because it is one of the greatest scenes. Like it's it's horrific and and. And, and and wrong but it's also fucking hilarious <laughs> and i'm gonna wait for it to happen a little bit later but okay but it's another thing on that list of like this movie's really subversive in a weird way <laughs> it shouldn't be <laughs> anyway yeah uh, um but like so drug girl is like yeah. i'm getting out of here fuck this learning how to fly bullshit right. i'm well, gonna yeah she's like i'm gonna steal a plane go to mexico and offer my services to like kingpins and stuff fuck you know i'm gonna not I'm going to get out of trouble. I don't know. I, I think she doesn't understand that, you know, we have an extradition treaty with Mexico, but like, she's like, I'm not yeah. going to deal. I'm going to run away from the law, but also a scummy drug runner slash drug dealer guy. So yeah, her plan is like, I need some startup capital. I'm going to go sell a bag of sugar and act tough to this guy. It takes like the, the needle neck uh, inhaler kid of the bunch with her, I believe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, and she's like, ah, calm down. You know, cause like, I love that. Like she was taught to act like, you know, criminal, like from West side story. Like she's, the, she's <laughs> the, the girl that wants to be one of the jets, like school of acting. <laughs> yes. It's really great. Um, yes. But anyway, it's like, yeah, she's just like, yeah, trust me, it's good. Like, you could test it if you want to. And, of course, the guy just immediately, like, pulls out the switchblade, does the dip into the thing, and is like, yeah, it's pure sugar. Get her. And she's just like, I don't know, kick something at somebody, and then, whoop, 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 you know, like, away. <laughs> well, when he, okay, so, like, he's like, should I, te- should I test this? And she's like, yeah, go ahead. You should absolutely test it. And I'm like, well, that's a stupid thing to say. Right. And then, so he's like, okay, I will. And he does. And then he's like, this is sugar white death and i'm like wait is it actually sugar or are you just saying phrases for something else like no, no, what no, no no that's the joke is like like okay most people that justify the existence of drugs say that sugar is the powder the white powder that kills more people than any other drug sure so that he's actually like it's the edgelord libertarian view of like white death sugar fuck you dixie crystals like, i don't know it's just like i'm selling yeah, you know, just nose candy. Like you're selling actual candy. Fuck you. <laughs> that should have been the subtitle, Dixie Crystals. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's at this point I'm like, oh, okay. So she's on the run. The drug dealers are coming after. Her. I no, guess no, no. this hold is going to be another. On. The, the escape involves lots of gun shooting. Meanwhile, they just Benny Hill their way out of there. And not yeah. l- less, but not least. Like I believe. No, he doesn't bring out the tank for this. It's when they go back oh. later. But. There no, are no, some, no. This first time he's running, it? he's rolling around in a in an armored vehicle, shooting at him. Yeah, but I think it's it was, this it, first time. I don't know where they are, but this first time he's like, "All right, get in the ATV, we're going." And it's like, "What is this mini tank there?" I, I thought the he, second trip they get was, an actual tank later. Yeah, but. I was gonna say. I thought the yes, I, okay. I, I am. You're right. I was like, I thought it was like a kind of armored vehicle, but they had a real fucking take at some point, yeah. like later. Yeah, yeah. But, he just yeah. he just gets in this this weird military vehicle. It's just like, all right, get him. Right. <laughs> I'm like, wow, the drug the drug situation is going pretty good for you guys up there in Canada. Isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, this is all supposed to take place in Georgia, um, but no, <laughs> there are, there are lots of uh, boots and <laughs> and all kinds of Canadian bullshit going on. So, um, 
but it was at this point I'm like, okay, so we're just doing drug dealers again. Like now they're on the run and they're going to have to deal with the drug dealers. And it's like immediately after that, there's another plot that's just like, haha, I'm the plot now. And it is, man, it is just the weirdest, most obvious bad guy plot ever. It's so bad. Hmm. Uh, which is just basically like there's, they're doing like, uh, air show bullshit and they're like we gotta land yeah it's, we gotta it's, land at this airbase it, it's abandoned that's part of the like when they were like well it's been a week and it's all over because like they start doing this like well we're leading up to some sort of air show where it's our delinquents <laughs> versus like the air force academy youth or something like that it's like well that doesn't seem fair <laughs> no it's not fair at all <laughs> and um and yeah and and this this you know, let's go rob the drug dealer excursion was just like, all right, well, meet us at the air show, which, so they literally <laughs> were just like, yeah, take the plane to the air show, meet us there. And she's like, hey, fuck you guys. I'm going to go make a course over here and rip this guy off. Hey, see, <laughs> you know, and does all that. And then like, take the, takes the asthmatic kid who's not actually asthmatic. It's, they, they say something like it's just a safety crutch, but it's a crutch. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, you know, basically just like, they send Doug Masters like, hey, go find out where she is. And they do this whole thing where like, She's like, I'm going to Mexico. You can't stop me. And he's like, oh, I bet I can because I'm a better pilot. And she's like, oh, yeah. And so they have like this like kind of mock dogfight thing and where it's like eventually like, hey, you're pretty good. It's like, yeah, well, you're I think she stalls out her engine or some shit for sure. half a second. And it's like, oh, no, we should probably land. And he's like, there's an abandoned Air Force base three miles west. Go land there. And yeah. again, she just gets out ahead of him and lands. And basically it's like. Uh, Air Force guys are digging up some old bunker with chemical warfare shit in it, yeah, and it's like it just so happens Broken Arrow is being right. filmed at this base because <laughs> yeah. it's just evil military dudes digging up these chemical weapons, and they're just like, "Hey, kill them kids!" Right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then so they they quickly take off again, and then it becomes like the oh no, like we've got to discover what's happening with that. And Cappy <laughs> goes to talk to like his old like general friend or whatever. And, you know, it's like, gee, I wonder if he's in on it. Cause I've seen a movie, but, but then like plot C kicks in at some point in time because the evil sheriff comes to town and is like, Hey, I got you shut down. Like because of that little stunt over here with the weapon place and shit, like you're shut down and we're taking them kids to proper jail. And, and then like somehow again, they get broken out by her or she she uh -huh. yeah she like steals a plane again and then like somehow takes down the prison bus with a plane by like doing flybys and paintball shooting and stuff and eventually yeah they like the kids get a hold of the bus and it becomes like a run for your life and i think that was the point where i texted you was like it's real weird when the siren eagle movie became dukes of hazard because it's just like <laughs> bubbling local sheriffs and like lots of <laughs> like, you know. yeah i was like, surprised like, like one of the cop cars didn't hit a ramp at some point and just be like well <laughs> why, why would i say like doug and chappy were in like a jeep or something from having gone dumb some some other gone dumb from mother gone gone and done some other uh uh, mission or something like that. And, yeah. yeah. And they were like crossed by the kids in the bus going, yeah, yeah, fuck the man, <laughs> you know, and all this weird stuff. But anyway, <laughs> they eventually all get forced to be kind of on the run because they're ultimately running from the government guys. Like the, the sheriff thing really kind of doesn't particularly come back no. in any meaningful way. You know, it's yeah. sort of like he shows up back at the end. He's like, I guess you kids are okay. Right. Yeah, but it's like, you know, they start getting on all this plot and uh, whatever. Lots of like, all right, get go walkie-talkies. Let's go make a plan and stuff. Anyway. Yes. I, I want to get to like, 
most of most of the intrigue part until the actual like in game kicks in is kind of bullshit because like it's yeah. a lot of them like hiding in the crop duster farm and stuff like that and like oh well we'll phone scam people into putting out an HBB for this car that we shut up with pink paintballs and all this stuff and they track that and then like they figure out oh no the one with the paintballs is actually where the general guy is and oh no he is actually behind all this but the part I wanted yeah. to really talk about is at some point <laughs> they capture one of the evil soldiers who who have gone, by the way, gone full fucking evil. Like there's oh, the, yeah. there's the general guy who's playing playing make nice, like, oh yeah, I'll totally investigate that chappy. And then there's just yeah. like the underling guy who's just like fucking murder the kids at first right. sight. Right. There's there's you the know. head of Air Force Intelligence right. <laughs> who is like, I'm clearly evil. Right. And the general's like, stand down, you son of a bitch. Right. My friend Chappie's here, you know, that kind of shit. Right. But But yeah, but I mean and then the, but okay, so yeah, there's the Air Force guy, but then there's like a like guy in uniform who's just like every chance it's like yes. murder them kids. I'm not even joking. Like just murder all the kids. Like just in case they know Chappie. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, cause he's just like pure unadulterated evil. And, but at some point they capture one of the evil soldiers and mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and tie him up and like bring in Doug who's gone through interrogation and stuff in a prison himself. They yeah. send one of the kids out to pick a hornet's nest that's totally not a hornet's nest. Nope, <laughs> um, it is not. <laughs> well, because as they rightfully point out, like one or two hornets repeatedly stinging you will fucking kill you. So yeah. you don't mess around with multiple hornets on <laughs> most yes. of the time. Uh, but he's <laughs> this scene. He gets like real dark and in this like they've got a gas mask, like a hazmat suit with a pipe thing that he's gonna like literally pipe this guy's into his face like a la wicker man you know like and like and at yeah. some point he's just like i was in a fucking russian prison for years do you know what i saw like, i saw the darkness you know? <laughs> i mean he just goes into like this full fucking like you know apocalypse now speech like how he's seen the yep. darkness and everything and and then eventually like the kids come in and like jesus doug ask him a question the guy's like yeah ask me for something i'll tell you <laughs> and then it's just all like what what and then like cuts away and i was like Holy fucking shit! Did that just happen? <laughs> like, like, that whole scene, yeah, is so yeah, fucked up he, and beautiful. <laughs> he has monologued and tormented this guy with the potential of what he's going to do, and then he's just like, "All right, time for your bee helmet." And the dude's the, like, "Wait, you yeah, haven't even asked me." Anything. Well, the guy gives him like, what do you one, know? like one tough guy, like, "Yeah, you're going to tell me what you want." He's like, "Hey, screw you," or whatever you know we can say in this movie. And then he's like, "All right, well, I've been waiting for this. Let me go full fucking, you know." Lester or whatever the guy's name GTA was <laughs> like the fucking maniac guy. Um, but you know, it's just like, yeah, he just goes full maniac. Like I can't wait to torture and do all the shit I, I learned. And yeah, yeah everyone's just like, Jesus Christ, duck. <laughs> That's what he's PG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I, I had to back that whole scene up. I laughed so uncontrollably hard at that. <laughs> and I felt bad too, but it, it, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they get the information. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. So basically what's going on here, what the, what the secret military bullshit plan is, mm-hmm. is that when, well, like when the general is like, ha ha chappy, I'm in on this. Fuck you. Um, is he's ba- the excuse is basically, I learned it by watching you chappy. Right. It, he's like, I was inspired by your mission to go rescue Doug master's dad. So we decided what if we skip all the red tape and just take chemical weapons over to Cuba and end this. Yeah. Basically it's like, they're a, I don't think they necessarily. No, they. Well, they say in a high enough, high enough concentration, it'll kill you. But it's more like 
we can drop this on a population. It'll make them really sick and enfeebled, and we can come in and just wipe the floor with them with like yes. basically not firing a shot. And, then, and somewhere along the way, they dropped the nugget of like, if you've had a simple smallpox uh, vaccination, you're fine. And, and to which I was like, because there, there is a scene where it's like, again, they don't necessarily talk about concentrations and stuff. But there's a scene where it's like, Cheppy is endangered by the virus. And I'm like, that motherfucker had a smallpox vaccination. Like, <laughs> he's old enough. Like, yeah, like, I bet I guarantee yes. he has the scar on his arm. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, and it's but, in that scene where Chappie literally murders a lady. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> there's an evil laboratory lady who also was on lo- the borderline of possibly having a smallpox vaccina- vaccination. Yes. But again, yes. it may not account for literally sucking the, the main do- mainline dose of it. But <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, but they they've put Chappie in this James Bond death situation of just like, well, sit here and think about what you've done, Chappie, and he gets out of it, and then it's just like yoink, and throws her in the lab and locks the door. No, Mister gets... Chappie, I expect you to hide. Because <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, chaps, he, chaps uh... my hide. That that's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he straight up murders that that lab lady, and and some other military dudes are gonna fucking eat it here later too, and mm-hmm. I'm like these kids are killing troops <laughs> that's true yeah well one of the kids gets shot and then is like totally fine because it's like there's like it's the weirdest like they don't focus on it it's the it's this long shot across the like the field and it's like I, you know this one kid gets tagged on the shoulder or whatever and like they they throw in some adr dialogue it was like oh wow oh everything's getting dark and they're like it's okay you're just going into shock you'll be fine and then just to like justify the fact that like two seconds later it's like he's got a mild bandage on his arm and he's totally fine (laughs) and he steals a car and drives it without any problem but the weird thing is is that the guy who shot him is the guy who has the murder boner for Mm -hmm. the kids and he shoots this one kid and the other kid comes over like hey what's wrong they're both stationary like nothing's (laughs) and he's just like well that'll teach him a lesson it's like what the (laughs) (laughs) murder them (laughs) (laughs) it's true i mean you know let's let's say he had a sudden you know moment of character realization where he's like i just shot a kid yeah (laughs) it's like that i've tried to kill that child (laughs) this just got really real (laughs) oh well good enough (laughs) Um, could the genocide be wrong too (laughs) (laughs) what else was i wrong about (laughs) yeah but see okay i really like the explanation of Chappie, this is all your fault because you went rogue and did a thing and we all got inspired by that, except our inspiration was to do really evil shit. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think there's a better movie in that premise. Sure. This isn't it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I I really like that because for like half a second, it's like, yeah, you fucked up, Chappie, because basically you gave the entire military a free pass to do whatever because you're like a brigadier general or something like it. Nothing happened to you because of this. Um so now every dipshit in the military is going to be like, I'm going to steal these chemical weapons and we're going to go finally wipe them commies off the map in 1995. Like, I don't even understand what the dude gives like some dumb mid nineties racist rant of ah, They're swimming over here in their oceans and dirtying up our Florida. Or something. And it's like, what you? <laughs> oh yeah. You care? Like, it, well, yeah, it's like some really weird, like misplaced, like, I, it, it, like I mean, for a '95 movie, it's a little weird to be like, "Yeah, the Cuban communists are our enemies." It's like, really? Like, yeah. Like, it's like, like, I realize we didn't know what to be mad at in the '90s, but it like, wasn't Cuba. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't think you know Castro is the best situation for them, but by the '90s, he wasn't exactly causing us a lot of problems. Like, it's yeah, yeah. it's it's weird motivations. Yeah. Um, yes. 
It's very but, strange. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's what it is. And uh, they stop it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, they do. It, it, it involves like, uh, there's, well, I mean, let's not underplay because there is like, there, there's, there's like, a giant like DC-10. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, there was a, 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 a C-130, right? Yeah, because actually, yeah, right. like, I, I remember saying like, hey, it's a C-130 or whatever. And then like the end, it's like when Discount Share is flying it or whatever, it's like, holy shit, she can fly a DC-130. I was like, I was, I was right. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, but I mean, there's like, there's a Fast and Furious style. I mean, it's. I'm not saying this is a large budget movie. I'm just impressed that like, they pulled off this. I mean, granted, all you had to do was, <laughs> you know, uh, borrow a a plane for a day, throw a couple wind machines in there, and make it look like you're you're off the ground. But it, it's yes. well done. I mean, there is yes. a sense of danger when they like open up the bomb bay doors and like you know <laughs> like. You know they're not at like bombing altitude, so like you know there starts being like people getting sucked out the back of the plane and stuff, and it's like it's it's exciting for this level of movie. What I guess what I'm saying is I'm impressed because I I I honestly thought by this point it was just gonna be like oh shit, like you know I was expecting (laughs) like animated gift planes and stuff like we have no money and it's like right you know the planes are not a thing and yeah it's they they had some airplanes they had some air show airplanes and some. Things they can make it look like they were doing stuff with. Sure. Although, when they start, it's funny because when they start murdering jets out of the sky, uh, they use the same stock shot twice of a jet blowing up. It happens to be the shot of Doug Masters getting blown up <laughs> from Iron Eagle 2. Nice. So, because when I went back and rewatched it, I was like, oh, that's the shot they used twice at the end of Iron Eagle 4. It's like some poetic justice or something for... <laughs> Speaking of justice for Doug Masters, I think there's a reason why this movie came back up, and I did allude to it earlier that this is the director of Superman for the Quest yes. for Peace. Uh, I believe when I said that I rewatched that, <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. not that bad. Um, it's <laughs> I'm saying I'd rather watch Superman four again than Supergirl. Like Supergirl is just one of those things where it's like I don't know that it's a bad movie; it's just a pointless movie. Like they just yes. literally didn't give it any reason to exist. But we're not here to talk about that. No, this is Sidney J. Fury's Iron Eagle four. <laughs> <laughs> yes like you know mario puzo's the godfather <laughs> same thing right yes it's absolutely. pretty much the same yeah yeah um but yeah so i mean they they blow some jets out of the sky which again is hilarious to me that these mm. kids are murdering these pilots <laughs> um and yeah like basically they get control of this c-130 and are able to turn it around and i'm like I don't. I don't think just because you can fly one thing, you can fly anything. I, I realize no, also no, no. Wonder Woman eighty four tried to tell us that, but yeah. I, I'm sorry. Like I could drive a lot of motor vehicles, but if you put me in a semi, I'm going to be like, I don't. I don't know. But why do we buy it for? I look. I I've given up on that. I, I feel like I feel like at a certain point, movies just kind of said stop being so fucking pedantic. Like I feel like the I feel like the little post it note in Independence Day was kind of like the like all right, just fucking go with it. He's a fighter pilot. We put him in a fucking alien spaceship and besides the directions being backwards, he's got this shit. <laughs> like, you know, Fair it's enough. just like yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I just feel like that was like, look, we we know how dumb this is and we're even going to make a, a joke about it inside the movie and then just That's be true. like fucking yeah, deal with it. <laughs> you yeah. fucking flew a spaceship. <laughs> Because he's Will Goddamn Smith. He, he punched the alien and learned how to fly it by Osmosis Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> I know he wasn't in that. He was in another animated movie. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, basically they get back and they're like, okay, for murdering the troops, you all graduated. <laughs> and now you will teach the next class. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And there's just, I don't know, like 30 kids show up for this next class. I'm like, you don't have enough planes for all these kids. And the weird thing is, is that in both instances, like at the beginning of this movie and at the end of this movie, when it's like, okay, kids, you can go to juvenile hall or you can go to learn how to fly planes. They get there and they're like, this is stupid. It's like, no, you should be fucking thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to pretend to murder other planes in the sky. <laughs> well, I, I mean, also, you're getting a, a life skill that is normally very expensive to acquire. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it's handed to you because yeah. you broke the law. Right. <laughs> and you will be able to go out and get any job. <laughs> now that, yeah, actually, now I'm thinking about it. Crime scene is pretty good <laughs> choice to learn how to fly. I yes. Mean, yeah. Yes, that is the lesson of Iron yeah. Eagle 4, is that crime pays. <laughs> yeah. Iron Eagle, Coda, the rebirth of <laughs> Doug Masters. Yeah. Because, like, all the kids have dumb crimes, too. Because, like, the, the asthmatic kid, he tried to proposition a hooker. <laughs> and when it turned out to be a vice cop, he stole her gun. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> and that's why he was arrested. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a hacker girl. Yep, Discount Chair was the hacker girl. Um, yeah. Which there's lots of shots of her, like, intently staring at a keyboard while you know 90s hacking things happen there's there's one scene where she and chappie break in somewhere to do some hacking and it like gives her a friendly notification that she has been discovered yeah i was gonna say first it's like first it's like a windows notification but not windows because this is whatever fake os but it's like it's first it's like a friendly windows notification it's like hey uh i don't know but you've like tampered some you know illegal network activity or something and then next thing you know it's like full-on klaxons you know like people busting right into the room where they were it's like we just missed them because they're standing there like waiting for the dot matrix printer like (laughs) hurry she's like i can't make it print any faster (laughs) it's a limitation of the machine not my hacking skills yeah but yeah she has a whole like mini speech about like the information should be free man and it's like Mm -hmm. all right (laughs) yeah (laughs) whatever learn to fly uh (laughs) good job wiki leaks But yeah, there's the, there's that weird scene at the end where Doug and the wrong tracks, wrong side of the tracks girl are like, so you can stick around. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, me too. Well, it's also like they're leaning on a, a chain link fence, which is like a movie staple of like, I don't know. Yes. It, it, Everything it, about this, the way this scene is shot. I was like, oh, no. Like chain link <laughs> no, fences she's are, a child. <laughs> chain link fences are a movie staple for we're either about to make out or we're reminiscing about somebody who died. Yes. Usually a young, younger person that died. Yes, I'm just saying. Like these are symbolisms in movies that are like hallmarks of movies. Of when you right. you notice these things, like oh yeah, <laughs> oh, and they they do an interesting bit of continuity to where Doug Masters still flies with a a, a Walkman. Oh yeah, and uh, and okay, so that's, like that's the one so, thing about this movie that is wrong is like he gets a tape from Chappie, listens to it in the plane, but then does not pop in the rock thing. And I was like, yeah. if you put in. I don't care if it's generic as fuck. It just has to have some rock music. I don't. It doesn't have to be the same song. You don't have to pay for that license. But put a rock tape in in 1985 that you just happen to have in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and this yeah. movie gets five jocks, but it did. So. <laughs> yeah, because like so, like the the mid credit or the the mid movie conflict between the two of them is Doug is just basically like. Why didn't you come get me, Chappie? And Chappie's like, because they said you were dead. Like, there was yeah. no indication you were alive. <laughs> you so us, why would, <laughs> why would I come us. look for you? <laughs> I so, saw a big fireball, and we looked for like a day or two. And... <laughs> yeah. So at some point, Chappie records this monologue about how he's sorry. And he was just like, 
I I would come look for you anytime, Doug Masters. And so Doug calls Chappie during their their scheme thing at the end, and he's like, hey, Chappie, blah, 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 but the general's on the phone, he's like, it's not Chappie. And Chappie in the back just yells, play the tape, Doug! <laughs> yeah, and, and so then he, Doug plays but, the tape, and he's like, ah, murder boner time. <laughs> not only that, it's like he's got his Walkman board from the first movie somehow still, which yes. like, okay, you bailed out, but did, I assume that was on you when you went up in flames. Did you have that, it's, like, literally? It's 1995. You can get another Walkman and just double-sided tape it to the console to a, of your a, plane. Okay, sure, I know, but you also could get a Discman in 1995 for real cheap with you anti-skip could, but, protection, you know? like. But Chappie couldn't have recorded anything to it, because Chappie don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> if Chappie had a Mac, you just... He, uh, you just he, hasn't, you he, just, hasn't, he didn't see Mackie's news story about how to burn your own CDs. Yeah, it's <laughs> just so easy. You get internet, it's like right there. Yeah. iTunes. <laughs> And then you're the chappy. <laughs> I'm just mixing all of the yeah. references tonight. That's what I do. That's that's fine. Um, yeah. I I I think that was my favorite part of the movie. Is just it's just chappy yelling, "Doug, play the tape." <laughs> oh, absolutely! It's the like I was about to go someplace real dark, and the kids pulled me out. Like <laughs> it's so wrong and so right <laughs> that that scene. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, this is it. No, no Iron Eagle TV show. No. Mm-mm. No future adventures. They they wrapped it up, so we have to create our own fiction as to what happened to them going forward. Well, check out my fanfic of Iron Eagle <laughs> next week. I'm There's right- got to be at least one out there, right? There's got to be one yeah. one instance of Iron Eagle fanfic out there. Next week, I, I'm I'm doing when Iron Man meets Iron Eagle. Um, <laughs> And then after that, it's going to be when Iron Fist meets Iron Eagle, but no one really likes that one, so I'm going to no. do when Iron Eagle meets Iron Monkey. Okay. Uh, that'll be good. Yeah. Uh, Kung Fu Planes, they're Transformers. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Iron Sky? No. No? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want anything to do with that, because it don't... should be good, and it's absolutely not. <laughs> well, if it had Chappie in it. <laughs> it's, well, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, you're right. Uh, all the right, Iron let's, Giant, let's... the Iron Giant, and Iron Eagles. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. That probably happened at the end of Ready Player One. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's rate it. Um, okay. I, uh, I, there are parts of this that are real dumb that I like, but overall, as a movie, it's a it's a weird Iron Eagle movie. Uh, because there's not really a thing. I, I don't know. It just seems like like the first one was go get your dad. The second one was, you know, we got to make friends with the Russians and tag team against, I don't know, some generic Middle Eastern country that for whatever reason, the mm-hmm. third one was fucking nuts. And it was go kill Belloc, <laughs> the drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was just like, well, there's there's a drug dealer and then there's the Broken Arrow stuff. There's and... go save Cuba. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's sure. no small thing. It's not like Bad Boys 2, which the same year. <laughs> but that was save no, one Bad person Boys in Cuba. <laughs> they invaded Cuba. Well, yeah, it's that's the, save the one person who happens to be in Cuba. Not This is save all of Cuba. Iron Eagle 4 saved Cuba so that Bad Boys 2 could invade Cuba. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. That's the only reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just i i I didn't much care for it. Uh, I'm giving it a single bag. I, I think the Iron Eagles, uh, the the odd number Iron Eagles are the the way to go. 
uh, and the evens are the ones to skip. Um, so, well, two's two's the one where it's the they have to team up with the Russians, right? And it's yes. lots of like you, yeah, that one's not great. Um, that that's the worst one. Yeah, that is that is the least of the four yeah. Irons Eagles. I th- I think it goes three one four two. Hmm. Uh, I'd have to rewatch them again, but I like this one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it two jocks. All right. I think it's like overall, it's probably hovering around a one jocks movie. Like you could do worse in my mind, especially, you know, just from other series. By the time you get to this, I feel like you're usually in the completely insufferable range, like Universal Soldier, Crow. Well, sure. Except for the last Crow is hilarious because of how bad it is. <laughs> um, and the third one's actually the best Crow movie, but yes, it anyway, is. uh, yeah, it's just like usually it's just like you've taken such a dip in quality in these things. And yeah, it it has clearly, but it's not it's not that drop down in quality where it's like, oh, this doesn't even feel like a sequel to a thing. Like this feels like a cable movie. Like it it just doesn't look right, feel right, sound right. Everything's acting wrong. Like this still feels like I still get it's chappy. He never gets quite as crazy as he has in the past. Like there's no like <laughs> Does he punch a jukebox? I think he punches a jukebox. In he, this. Does. Yes, yeah, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah, does a little bit of dancing, but not like anybody like he's done some other. Be a little wacky. There's lots of shots of the kids looking at him dancing, going, "Oh my god!" Yeah, <laughs> one of them leaning over, going, "That's chappy." Uh, yeah, uh, and Doug is just sitting in the back with sunglasses on, drinking beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so angry. He Jeff, was, he didn't come find me. He was a very bitter man. <laughs> I I don't know. Like, there's something about this movie that is really entertaining to me in a weird way like it's it's not the best thing but like yeah. there, there's something about this that I, f- I find kind of special um like i said just because it's it feels like somebody's like hey you got hired for this job it's like really and it's just it's like that when you start to like turn in passive aggressive reports to your boss and stuff where it's just like i'm gonna do it but i'm gonna be as big a dick about it as possible kind of thing yeah yeah and i i feel like there's an undercurrent of that in this movie that i fully appreciate um, okay yeah <laughs> yeah well okay yeah well we have we have a void in, in our hearts now for for iron eagles there are no more that we can do uh oh, oh so no if only there I, weren't 19 blood fists <laughs> funny you should say that yeah uh, is it? <laughs> uh so if you want to uh, lift our spirits if you want to be the the wind beneath our wings and uh <laughs> continue to support this show uh go to patreon.com slash bmfcast uh a dollar gets you in gets you all kinds of crazy content but there are higher tiers where you can get even more content um so anything helps we appreciate it uh we've been upgrading equipment and doing stuff with that and it has helped out tremendously uh and it keeps us going so I what else can I say? Thank you. Uh, I can. I can say thank you. Yeah. Uh, please. So and please, if you're not. And thank you if you are. Absolutely. <laughs> it's fine. If and, you're and, if, yeah, and if you're not, that's OK, too. Sure. I guess. That's yeah. Fine. You just get a neutral like a. that's where you get the zero bag slash jocks void. <laughs> right. You're just yeah. right. Right in the middle of that <laughs> sweet yeah. spot. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. You're Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've we've established that's a little bit off of like Magnetic North is really yes. over the years, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh that's it. We'll be back next week with another movie. Okay. And until then I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra out. I'm Eagle.